All right, welcome everybody to the Crush Cast. Today's episode is with Kelly DeMay, and Kelly's gonna walk us through how she made adjustments in 2020 to have the best year she's ever had in the business. So today is Tuesday, January 26th. We are 10 months solidly into a COVID world and learning from our most effective advisors and leaders how they were agile and how they won given all of these challenges. Kelly, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Now, I know you figured out a way in the middle of all these challenges last year to have the best production year you ever had. Yeah, you know, uh, it was one of those things where it was going into quarantine was very challenging, very emotional, a lot of unknowns, but in there found a different type of stride and rhythm. And what I learned through the experience was that though I was very emotional and sometimes those emotions and feelings weren't always positive, they were, they were challenging emotions, my productivity still remained very high. So I was able to separate the emotional component from the productive and execution component in order to still not only meet my goals, but supersede the goals I had set for myself for 2021 as a producer and as a manager. You know, everybody experienced some emotional challenges last year. And the great question is, how do you deal with it? So what do you have methods that you could share with how you handled emotional challenges? I think for me and for anybody, there is this fight or flight response to, you know, you're faced with some type of adversity in some way, shape or form. What do you do now? And some people want to go to bed and some people want to want to or need to watch Netflix. Some people do other things. But for me, it was just, you know, though I was going through challenges, it was still about what are my daily activities and inputs that I need to put in order to be productive. And what I found is that in the behavior, my emotions positively changed because I was having positive outputs due to the positive input. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to think our way to feeling better. Somehow it's the doing. And so let's let's reflect on everybody had to change their pattern. How did you change yours? Everything's remote now. What systems worked for you last year? So I have a, a great team, a great team of advisors and a great team of support staff. And uh, I think that we had fallen into a trap a little bit of being in a space where it was like, we need to start doing these things and implementing these systems next week. And it was always going to be the thing that was on the precipice of happening. And sometimes it came to fruition, other times it didn't. And going into quarantine forced all the system changes on an immediate basis. And though that brought upon a different type of struggle and learning new systems and structures, you know, it was a sink or a swim and we, everybody figured out how to swim and swim very hard against the current. Um, but it was being forced into that water that forced the best version of ourselves. So pre-COVID, were you doing remote work with your clients or was it largely a reaction to COVID that pushed you into that lane? Very largely a reaction to COVID that pushed into that lane. Uh, I've always been somebody who as a leader and as an advisor was a very boots on the ground. Um, I'm still as an RBG agent. Um, I was out in the field very, very frequently and definitely was a face-to-face -face person, had run virtually no virtual meetings prior to um, you know, March 23rd. 
And how did your clients react? I mean, that was a change for them too. And, and so many advisors would say, look, my clients want to see me. They want to meet with me. So it isn't just the advisor requirement that changed. Maybe it's the client sentiment that changed too. I think that the biggest thing that changed for all parties, clients and advisors, is that all of those people who maybe have used the phrasing, I'm just not a technology person, Everybody became a technology person. So the great thing is, is that it forced everyone's hand to become proficient very quickly so that people could see their financial advisor or people could see their children and grandchildren. Um, so I think that that was the biggest part for all parties is just getting comfortable in the new technology. And I still do not believe that it supersedes being in person with someone, being with somebody and having that personal connection relationship is going to supersede. But for the time being, this works and it works very efficiently for all parties. Now, how about the recommendations that you make to clients? You ran a master's institute call last year. I was incredibly impressed. And you were talking about equitable investment models. And was that a shift for you or was that an acceleration for you last year? And what was the thinking behind it? I would say that it was a combination of a shift and an acceleration. Uh, you know, it just from a perspective of timing, it was, it was time for that shift and the acceleration. And one thing that being in quarantine and going through what we went through in 2020 has enforced and reinforced is that people and humans in general need connection and need support in as many ways as possible. And I felt like EIM was delivering that to me in my practice in a time when I and my clients needed that support and insight the most. So it was very timely and ironic that how things came together, um, divine intervention, if you will, where um, it had a need, it had a support and an information and education component that people were and remain, remain very hungry for, myself included. I remember asking you what types of objections you would deal with when you were presenting it to clients. And I chuckled at your answer. You're like, I, look, I don't, I don't get objections. Like I'm explaining what they need to do. And if they believe in me, they just move forward. So really it was more so identifying that this was going to free you up to spend more time with your clients doing the work that they want you to do. Yeah, I think that it goes back to what I had said on that master's call. It's how you see yourself as an advisor and how I see myself as an advisor and the type of advisor that I am. I see myself as the, I'm the roadmap. I'm the one changing the roadmap, it's evolving. Is it about rate of return and factoring in many, many components that make up our business? Of course it is, but it's where you hang your hat. And I've always been very cautious about playing the game of, you know, I can save you a quarter percent in fees because you're always going to play that game and you're never going to really build the foundational client base and mass of people that you want to work with if you play that red ocean strategy, right? That's yeah. a, a direct red ocean strategy. So going the blue ocean that it's about life and changes and having somebody who's always going to be there for what happens next. People, as much as we were all apart from each other, people wanted human contact. Although it was through a Zoom, I think that we've seen a resurgence in the need for connecting with people and getting advice from people. Okay, now we're in 2021. We're in our fourth week. Like this January has flown by. 
What's your mindset for this year and what's working for you? 2021 or maybe 2020, I would say the great thing about adversity is that perseverance through the adversity gives you so much confidence and it's difficult in the moment to identify that. But when I look back on 2020 and the gift that it gave me for 2021, it was believing that in the face of unforeseen challenge, you can still find a way to not only be your best, but create new limits for yourself. But you've got to get through it to get there. And I feel like that was one of the gifts that 2020 gave to me is that newfound confidence of I am at the table and I can do this and I will do it very, very well. And I will do it at a higher and higher level. And uh, for that, I'm extremely grateful because I don't know had I not gone through the challenge that I would feel that way. So going into 2021, my personal production and management goals are the highest they've ever been, pretty significantly so. And there is an exact science more so of the motivation and understanding of what I need to do in order to hit those targets and those mar the, the benchmarks that I've set for myself. Um, and that takes, like I said, a science of change. Uh, last week, I put myself on an action plan. Why? Because I felt like I needed an action plan. And not in a negative way, but I have some big goals and I'm very confident that I am going to hit them, but I need to start to make tiny adjustments now in order to be successful with that plight. There was a lot there. So confidence comes from confronting your challenges. It creates belief and that belief creates results. Now, I know a big part of what you do, in addition to working with clients, you're coaching advisors. What advice do you give to advisors that are struggling, where their attitude is off, their results are off? How do you help them turn that around? When coaching advisors, I think that the first thing, uh, if somebody is struggling or in a place of challenge that I work on is just their own reflection of their mindset where they feel like they, their mind is and where it's going, uh, challenging ways and positive ways. And then just having a conversation of, do you feel like in your current state of mind that you're able to or willing to take the coaching that you need in order to get to the next level of success and work your way through it? And that's really a question for the individual. You know, sometimes people are like, no, I'm not there. Okay, so what do we need to do in order to get you there? What are the next steps there? Because until you've decided you're ready, coaching is going to be somewhat ineffective, but you gotta be ready. And everybody comes to that in their own time. If somebody feels like they're ready, then we can really go to work and say, okay, what are the daily activities in our control and focusing on controlling the controllables to yield a more positive outcome? So it's breaking down, like I said, the, the state of mind of somebody and where they are. And if they can identify they're ready to progress or if they need to maybe take a few moments and that could be literally minutes or sometimes even days to reset themselves to be ready to make progress. So it's a single step either way. If they're in the right mindset, then the question is, what's the first step? And if they're not in the right mindset or frame of mind, then the question becomes, okay, then what's the first step to get in the right frame of mind? Either way, you got to break it down to one step. Awesome. Kelly DeMay, I have no doubt this will be an even better year in terms of both your production and your management. Thanks for all your time, Kelly. Thanks. Have a great day.